The views, thoughts, and opinions expressed on the Nova Society are those of our guests and panel members and do not represent the views, thoughts, and opinions of any institution any member of the Nova Society is associated with. The material information presented on the Nova Society is for general information purposes only. Reproduction or dissemination for the purpose other than education is prohibited without express written consent of the Nova Society. We'd like to welcome everyone back to the Nova Society, and today we are going to be reaching into the email bag to address one of the questions from one of our listeners. In recent time, Germany has made recreational use of marijuana legal, and the question being asked of the panel is, should the United States follow suit? Now, marijuana is legal for recreational use in a number of states of the Union. Should this be federally mandated as a legal substance? And what do we think about legalizing marijuana? So let's listen in. All right. So anybody have anything that they wanted to really talk about? Because one of the things from the mailbag was about uh, something that came out in the news. Germany has just legalized marijuana. And they wanted to know our thoughts on legalized marijuana in the United States. And should it be federally legalized? As we speak to the guy with Alcatraz swim team <laughs> on his sweatshirt. Right. <laughs> uh, not, much of a, not, not much of a cannabis user myself, but I do think, and, but my kids have used it therapeutically uh, mm -hmm. with medical cards uh, over the, over the years. They don't. I don't think anymore. Um, but my the way I look at it for now, um, this should be a state by state issue. And uh, you know, for political reasons, I think putting uh, legalization on ballots will drive young people to the polls. I guess that's the the common wisdom there. And um, you know, between that and various abortion, reaffirmance in states uh, on referendums that should should be a political winner for uh, progressives in the fall yeah i would i would i would agree with that i think that's a it's a good way to get uh to get young democrats out i mean i've always said i'm i was never a user of cannabis myself i guess uh, beer was always more to my liking but I always said if they could figure out how to tax it, then they will they're, they're, they'll make it legal. And they have figured out ways to tax it. I know that now they have mood, which is like a different variety of cannabis. It's THC eight or whatever it is. Uh, it is the supposedly legal. They can ship it to all the states. In fact, I think there's only one state, Idaho, that they can't. Even here in South Carolina, where it is still illegal all the way across the board, they still can ship this stuff into into South Carolina. And if you go to a vape shop, you will find THC eight or nine or whatever it is, you know, all over the place. So it's it's kind of an interesting an interesting thing. We were looking it up. Currently, in the United States, 38 out of 50 states have it as legalized marijuana for medical use, and 24, it's legal for recreation. So that's, that's kind, of a, kind of a big deal. And now, of course, Germany has legalized it. Canada already had it legalized. 
Um, I remember I was at a conference up there in Calgary and you drive by and you have smoke shops where they have all different kinds of cannabis, uh, just like you would get different kinds of tobacco. And there's signs that say you can smoke cannabis here on this corner, but you can't smoke on this corner. So, uh, yeah, it's, it's kind of an interesting, it's an interesting thing. Brooklyn, what are you thinking about cannabis being legal? You, you could grow it out there in that big pasture you got. Yeah, I, don't, I don't want my horses uh, sampling it. I believe uh, it is medicinally legal in New York. I don't know if it's recreationally legal in New York. It is. Um, it is now, yes, yeah. it is. It is. And I was going to mention that because the one consequence of it is that walking on any street in New York now smells like my college dorm did. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, that's funny. I don't know. I mean, I wouldn't know even know what it looked like. Um, I have Oregano. no interest in anything <laughs> like that. To me, I mean, it's fine to legalize it. Um, my only concern would be if it affected anybody's performance behind the wheel of a car um, or if it affected anybody's uh, ability to function normally uh, around that, children. Not, not as much as beer. Okay. Um, I mean, would it, would it make uh, someone more inclined or for example, to, uh, be abusive toward a child if it were mixed with other drugs, for instance, not as much as illegal drugs. I don't know. And, and that's away, exactly my, <laughs> well, and, but I think that's exactly like my stance has always been, I never knew really understood why it was illegal in the first place, because right. in the entire spectrum of legal and illegal substances, it is relatively harmless, you know, and it's it, the physical effects of it aren't nearly as pronounced the, uh, you know, behaviors that folks have. I mean, you know, there's a reason why all the movies show the, the, the happy stoner um, trope, right? There's the, that's not coming from nowhere. Um, so it's, it's, I've never understood, frankly, why it was illegal other than, you know, targeting the hippies and trying to make their lives harder. And I do think there is a component of it about being able to tax, tax it. So I think Mark, you know, that's, that's been one of the the big holdups, you know, from making it illegal to legalizing it again is whether or not we can make it taxable. But I mean, at this point, you know, whether it's the states or whether it's the government, the federal government, I mean, we've got oxycodone out on the streets, you know, we've got, you know, Sudafed, <laughs> you know, there's so many things that are more yeah. harmful. Exactly. There's more, there's yeah. things that are more harmful. So it's, to me, it's doesn't, it doesn't make sense for it to be, you know, illegal period. Right. Well, just to if build you know on what Priscilla just to build on what Priscilla just said, um, <clears throat> there's a quote from John Ehrlichman about that. John Ehrlichman was one of N Richard Nixon's right-hand men. And uh, Nixon made uh, marijuana illegal in 1970. And John Ehrlichman said, you want to know what this war on drugs is really all about? The Nixon campaign in 1968 and the Nixon White House after that had two enemies the anti-war left and black people. You understand what I'm saying? We couldn't, we knew we couldn't make it illegal to be either against the war or black, 
but by getting the public to associate hippies with marijuana and blacks with heroin and then criminalizing both heavily, we could disrupt those communities. We could arrest their leaders, raid their homes, break up their meetings, and vilify them night after night on the evening news. Did we know we were lying about drugs? Of course we did. As John Ehrlichman, assistant to the president for domestic affairs, President Richard Nixon. See, I told you it was about the hippies. Yeah. Well, and, and let's face it, it was counterculture. I mean, growing mm-hmm. up, you had Cheech and Chong, which were, you know, hugely popular in in a mad magazine kind of way. I mean, we used to get back then uh, tapes. You'd have a tape of a Cheech and Chong, you know, set of bits that they would have because they weren't really allowed on television unless they, they made uh, a movie like Up in Smoke or something like that. And that was usually put on, on HBO at like 2 o'clock in the morning. They weren't going to put and it, it was, on it. And by the way, that was by the 80s already. I oh, yeah. The late 70s. Yeah, we're talking late 70s. And so, yeah, I mean, I can see where we're legalizing it. Again, tobacco is just as dangerous physically as – as any, I mean, it's probably one of the most dangerous substances we have. It's addictive, uh, and it is a it it's a danger. It's a public it's a public uh, medical actually a medical concern. Beer, not so much, Doctor <laughs> Um Let's remember, beer saved the world. If it wasn't for beer, we'd all be dead anyway because we had to make beer so that our water was drinkable back in the day, and we just kept it up. So hey, um, well, and to be fair, it was monks making the beer you know so yes it's a community service to the benefit of all that's correct that's how they made it and let's face it on my favorite beer franzis connor a nice german wheat beer there is a monk on the label and it was uh, they started making that in 1373 good old franzis connor but i mean there's a lot of substances out there that are a lot more dangerous. And now that, I mean, I'm reading about this and it says now there's THC, Delta eight, Delta nine. Uh, and they're, these are naturally occurring cannabinoids derived from hemp. Uh, and they are legal and unregulated, but they still produce the same effects as the other. So it's like, okay, if you're going to, if they're producing the same effect, why are they being treated differently? Number one, it's like saying, okay, you can smoke a cigarette, but you can't smoke a cigar. It's all tobacco, maybe a little bit different kinds of tobacco go into it. But uh, I mean, again, what would be the sense in, in, you know, being that, being that, uh, specific about, about cannabis. But I think Scott's right. It is to the Democrats' benefit to keep this as a state issue because that will drive out the younger votes. Same thing with abortion um, and and those kind of um, those kind of initiatives. It will drive it will drive the the uh, the voters the younger voters out there. And of course, that's always very good for Democrats. It won't do any good t- tomorrow here in South Carolina when we have the primary. In fact, there's very little that could do very much for South Carolina when it comes to the primary or anything else. Um, but, hey, there was a couple surprises. Me and Priscilla were discussing it beforehand. Some surprises that, that we saw. Arizona, it's legal. That was a kind of a surprise. Uh, Maine, 
uh, which one? Uh, the Ohio, of course, that's that's recent. Missouri, it's it's legal in, which we kind of thought was kind of odd, as far as the, those states that are illegal. I mean, Maine really shouldn't be quite as surprising. It's uh, more often than not, Maine is one of the top happiest states. You know, so it would make sense to me that you know, happy states, legal weed, why not? Long winters. Long winters. Long, win- exactly. yep, long winter. Yep. Yep. I mean, and the only two, the only two in New England, if you consider it all of New England, uh, that are that it's not legal, but it is legal with medical use, is Pennsylvania. Not New England. Wanted, uh, not New England. Well, not New so England. All depends. Listen, being from New York, I'm going to tell you right now. Every time New York's we drove not in, New England either. every time we Mid-Atlantic. drove in, it's it's Mid-Atlantic. Uh, it's it said America starts here. That was a big campaign with with uh, Pennsylvania back in the day. You drove in everywhere you drove in. It said America starts here. I saw, of course, yeah, everybody from New York would say, Mason "What are we Dixon Canadians?" Line, the huh? Mason-Dixon line is there. I mean, of course, America starts here because you know. Oh, okay. The well, the other North... one is is New Hampshire. New Hampshire. Not surprising. Yeah. Not surprising. Yeah. New Hampshire is why New England has is still has a uh, daylight savings, so they say it's the one state holding it out. So, right, so Massachusetts has legal yep. marijuana. Connecticut. Uh, I, I'm guessing Rhode Island does. Rhode, Rhode Island, Rhode yeah. Island. It's just Connecticut foreskin. Um, and uh, <laughs> the uh, if you look at it, I mean, okay. The uh, okay. you could okay. read a map. <laughs> the, uh, uh, <laughs> Yeah, I mean, you know, you, it's hard to compete. This was the problem with New York with gambling, right? New York decides not to have legal gambling, and Connecticut and New Jersey do. So New Yorkers go to Connecticut, to Mohegan Sun or Foxwoods, or down to Atlantic City to go gamble, and it costs them, I don't know how many billions of dollars in tax revenue where they had um Catskill hotels perfectly situated for casinos and would have revitalized that entire area and they just kicked themselves by not um by not making gambling legal in New York. So it's not surprising to me actually that Missouri would because Missouri is very very conscious of that kind of competition with the states around it and and wants very much to um to, you know to get whatever revenue they can from the various activities that they that they um have there including riverboat gambling and um and I guess cannabis right well the interesting thing about new hampshire is is that yes it is illegal however it is not criminal if you're carrying under 3 quarters of an ounce so there's a few states that it is not criminalized. And when in New Hampshire, uh, up to three quarters of an ounce in Nebraska, it's, decri- it's illegal decriminalized, but it's only the first offense. So if you get a first offense in, in Nebraska, in North Carolina, it's illegal, but it's decriminalized. Uh, you can have an ounce and a half. That's, that's quite a bag. And same with thing with North Dakota. Uh, you can have half an ounce. So it's kind of interesting that the, that, Again, why are we putting the amount of money that we spend on putting people in jail for marijuana is absolutely insane. 
is absolutely insane. And those trials go very quickly. I mean, when you go in and you get caught with marijuana, those trials go very, very fast. Unlike if you're the former president that tried to steal secrets and do all the stuff that he's done, and it's been, it's going to take years. It's mm-hmm. going to take years and years to get him to be accountable. But if he had a pack of marijuana on him, there's probably a better chance that the criminal justice system would have would have acted uh, a little bit more quickly than than in this case. So, so I think our entire agreement is is that we don't really care if it if it's decriminalized. It's not like a big deal. Um, and I agree with Scott in the sense that we should keep it as a state issue. Let let the states decide these things. Doesn't have yep, to be so us for Germany. Good for Germany. Good for Germany. I, you know, good for them. Of course, they are very progressive in some ways than than we well, are. They should be. Well, they you used hope. to be before uh, Adolf and his buddies. Adolf and his buddies. So that's all the time we have for today's episode. The Nova Society is a production of the Phoenix Research Institute. We'd like to thank our sponsor for this week's episode. The Phoenix Research Group, an independent research consortium offering social issue solutions to NGOs and international government agencies through multidisciplinary, nonpartisan, and unbiased research. We'd also like to thank our podcast partners, Buzzsprout, who hosts the Nova Society, Audacity, our editing partners, Podkite, who does all our analytics, iHeartRadio, where people get their music and podcasts, Apple iTunes, the largest source of music and podcasts on the internet. Spotify, the most popular source for the Nova Society. The Nova Society is available on all these and other quality platforms mentioned in our description. We'd like to thank our listeners. Without you, the Nova Society would not be possible. If you have a comment, a question, or would like to be a guest on the Nova Society, we can be reached at nova.society.podcast at gmail.com. Always remember, the power of society is knowledge. So for Dr. Scott Gershwer, Dr. Priscilla Hobbs, Dr. Brooklyn Ann Weldon, and all of us here at the Nova Society, I'm Dr. Mark Bound. Be well, and we hope to see you again next time.